gamble, and he flies it out in front of the base. He gets another one. As Milan sends the game on. Yes, he's in as well. They're starting to row Welcome back, everybody, to a historical day, an historical day for our club. We've broken a 24-year record, people, 66 to nil. Fucking let's revel in this, Sean, brother. How fucking mate. good, mate. How what good. A, what, a, what a fantastic fucking win that was. Oh that was insane. God. Like Seriously, there was no Knights fans sitting there predicting that, right? No one, mate. None. No one. None. On, no, definitely not. Um, look, I'm, I'm, I'm out of sorts, mate. Huge <laughs> thank you. Thank you for everyone tuning in. Welcome to Sunday Nights. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, this win, mate, has just scrambled my brain. Thank you for tuning in to the one and only Newcastle Knights show that's completely live, unedited, uncut, 100% raw. We're all here celebrating a monumentous occasion. Um, wow, mate. What a treat. What a treat we were in for today after waiting 35 days out mm. in the wilderness without a victory. We come up with this. I've got to go into hospital more often. Tell I you know, what. right? Yeah, mate. Break your back again, pal. We need it. <laughs> yeah. um, Please do. Mate, they fixed your spine. Our, the night spine's looking better. It's fucking um, charging. Unbelievable. As we said, mate, um, breaking a thirty uh, a 24-year record when we beat the Rabbitohs back in round 23, 1999. And only the second time in our club's history we've managed to crack the 60-point mark. Um, yeah, sensational. Sensational, mate. I tell you what, these don't come around that often. But when they do, mate, you got to grab on them for dear life and cherish every goddamn second of it. If you've got a mate that's a Bulldog supporter, give him shit. Give him hell. We've all been there. We're not supporters. We've all been through this. So uh, time to dish it out. But, wow, um, what a day. What mm. a day. Uh, what yep. a day to be a night supporter, truly. Um, yeah, but, look, another – look, everyone knows it's beanies for brain cancer around. We're both sporting the beanies looking fucking sexier than ever, Sean. Um, <laughs> Humongous victory for our boy Mark Hughes. Um, tragically diagnosed with brain cancer back in 2013, has been doing an amazing job, absolute fucking hero. Uh, when it comes to raising much needed funds for yeah. brain cancer research, let's go through it. Three and a half million, um, is what they wanted to raise. Bang, they got it. Take it off 140,000 beanie sold. Unbelievable. Um, the one millionth Mark Hughes beanie sold. Tick that box. 72 tries scored, mate, mm. this round. Yeah. And yes, the Knights had a fucking big hand in that. Man, there's some big scores this week. Uh, what a round to do it. Um, a further $72,000 from Sportsbet in the big three trek raising an additional $257,000. Yeah, so it. Fucking sensational, mate. The rugby league community getting around a very, very good cause. And it's great to see um good, good, just a good feel round all over, isn't it, mate? Mark Hughes mm. kicking goals. Knights absolutely pumping a team. Um yep. sensational. I um I was facing some bad news on on Wednesday. I wasn't doing so well. I uh faced some news that I might not be walking for a little while. Um that was mentally challenging. And then the next day, mate, I was fucking I was made sure I was walking and going home, I tell you that much. 
Um, so I got to come home on on Thursday night, and so that that's when the good news started. And then, mate, it's just just kept rolling, 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 mate. Like How good? Weekend. How good? Um, who got here? Carly, I want to touch on this. Carly, I lost my beloved dad to brain cancer 13 years ago at the age of 59. This round is so special to me. Well, um, I'm glad, you know, Mark Hughes, as I said, absolutely smashing records, which is sensational. Nice smashing records for you, Carly. So I hope I hope this one means even more to you today, truly. So, um, yep. yeah, Mark Hughes doing God's work, truly. Um, but the game, mate, the game, the Knights, Travel down to a core stadium in front of eleven thousand and four. What do we reckon? Um, what do we reckon there was after half time? I reckon there's. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. That's the reports were coming out from the the Telegraph that um that they reckon at least half the half the Bulldogs sure. crowd left at the half time. Surely, so... mate. Oh my god. Um, yeah, the Knights mm. heading into the bye, obviously a much much needed win. Our opposition in the same boat as we are in. Um. Much needed win off coming off a bye. Um, oh. I'd love to see the, the statistic a team that scores as many points on the bye as they do when they come off the bye. Um, mm. yeah, doggies, doggies get no points in two weeks. Um, but yeah, sensational win. But oh, god, I love reading out this one 11 tries to this one to nil to nil, <laughs> equally as impressive. We go about the 66, but that nil. Is just as good. The first time since I think 2020 against the Dragons, we've held a team to zero. Sensational. 11 from 11 conversions. Yep. Kalen Ponga equaling Andrew John's record. Two records. Unbelievable. Um, it's got to feel nice getting your name right up there next to the GOAT, right? I know, right? How good is yep. that? 11 from 11. Immediately, all of a sudden, our, our goal-kicking woes have just evaporated. Mm. They're in the past. Yeah, sensational. Um, I mean, he was he was hitting them perfectly as well. He was, mate. He Compensating was. for for each of his left right swings, and mate, it was it was fucking fantastic to yeah. see. Sensational performance. Um, possession sixty one percent to the Bulldogs thirty nine. Completion rate the Knights completing at eighty percent. The Doggies a woeful sixty four percent. The run mm. meters, my lord, he nearly doubled them. 1,700 to the Bulldogs. They couldn't even crack 900. 897. An error count of 14 to the Knights, 8. Uh, the Doggies conceding four penalties to the Knights, 5. Tackles made. Uh, wow, what a disparity here. 354 tackles by the Doggies with only 233 made by the Knights. Mm. Here's a whopper. 54 missed tackles to the Knights, 10. Yeah, you don't see uh, 10 next to the Knights very often. Maybe against one player, but not certainly uh, after an 80-minute performance as a team. But yeah, sensational. Um, yeah, screenshot this one, guys. That one's um, stats to remember. Sensational. Yep. But look, to start the game, though, however, I'm thinking the first 15 minutes, um, I think we had three We had three errors within the first eight minutes. We saw the the... The Hastings kick over to Gamble. Gamble fumbles it. Then, then KP attacks down our right edge. A pass into to um, Josh had a car, and I'm thinking, oh Christ, are we back where we were? The execution, we're yep. breaking them. We're half a chance, and we're just not, we're just not icing it. But mate, that was short lived. Silly offloads. It was, Silly it, was off it was all looking not fantastic in the first, you know, five five minutes or so. 
Mm. But mate, she didn't, didn't she turn around? I tell you what. Um, and I just want to start with who I thought were my three best on field today. I thought uh, Phoenix and Ponga were were sensational, mm. and I can't split you know third between Best and Fitzgibbon for me as well. They had yeah. sensational games. Yeah, hard to not give to KP with just how involved he was. That yeah, the eleven from eleven, mate. They, he will pretty much get immortal status from now on after how abysmal our kicking has been. Um, mm. Just makes you wonder, had we... I know he was out for a lot of those games, but a lot of these close games, had he been just kicking... I know in the press conference, they sort of said, well, what what made a change? And they said, you know, obviously when Miller was there, he was, you know, uh, first in line and was doing a reasonable job at training. And Hastings, again, was apparently nailing him in training, but... Mm. Um, he was just falling down the pecking order, and then here we are. So, do we surely now? He's the answer. Surely we it. stick with Ponga. Surely. You have to when you yeah. kick eleven from eleven. Um, yeah. And see, oh, maybe Hastings is feeling that ankle a little more than he's he's leading off to because I think we had a better kicking game in general today as well, um, and that was led by Tyson Gamble. Gamble mm. had eleven kicks for four hundred and seventeen meters. Hastings only had two kicks for 85 and Crossland two kicks for 48. So yeah. Gamble was leading that leading that infield kicking as well. And I thought his kicks were were good. We didn't see as many midfield bombs. There was more, you know, longer, deeper kicks than there were. Bit of variety. And there was a bit more variety. He, he tempted, I think, maybe two torps mm. throughout the game. We haven't been seeing that much. It was it was just a game where kind of like we were just saying, here, you take over this, you take over this, you take over this, and it, it, it worked. We came out during the week, didn't he, and basically said, look, I want to start running the ball a little bit more. You know, we bagged, yeah. his, bagged his first try last week, um, continuing that form again with another two today. Um, mate, it seems to be a winning formula to maybe hand the keys over to Gamble when it comes to the kicking scenario. Um, freeze up Jacko to, you know, I think we, we touched it on, on the Tuesday show. He's... Um, I think he was like fourth overall in lines engaged. So he does like to dig in deep. Yeah. So it probably plays really well into his hands. So um, it's probably no surprise that he's starting to do that more. He's he's, he's scoring some points. It can't be a coincidence. So yeah, Two trials um, in two games. Yeah, yeah certainly. So, um, yeah, I agree. I, I thought our kicking looked far better. It wasn't so one-dimensional, so predictable. Yeah. Like we're pulling our hair out. We just... This plan A, you know, where we just keep doing the same thing over and over and we're hoping for a different result was just infuriating. But, um, Absolutely. yeah, going into this game, you would be thinking, oh, Matt, you know, Matt Burton, synonymous for these sensation, the sensational kicking game. Um, mm. Mate, we, we outkicked them quite easily. Um, and it seemed to be that our, um, you know, how we, you know, minus him doing that was just don't, just don't catch it. Just mm. let it bounce. And yeah. Which can work horribly. I remember saying on the show weeks and weeks and weeks ago, football one hundred and one, don't let it bounce. Mm. And sometimes with these type of kicks, just just let it bounce, see where mm. where it goes. And luckily for us, we got the benefit of the bounce every mm. time. So um, that worked. And you know, you were you you're talking about before about run meters and just how we smashed them in run meters. And I just want to point out that also our left the difference between our left side mm. and our right side was massive today huge oh, best and mazu on the left combined for 433 run meters compared to 177 
wow. on, the, on the other edge. Yeah. So Mazu, 214, Best, 211, Tuala, 78, and Young, 99. You could just tell that like, mm. early on we peppered that new young bloke that um Yeah. Um, had, uh, yeah. Kim, Poor bloke. Get, getting uh, hooked uh, just for halftime too. Yeah. Have, um, yeah. You, you can't double. go You can't go throwing that all on a debutant, can you? But nah. Fitzy, Fitzy called him out on that one great try. He just spotted him. He was going to be one-on-one with this young kid and um, made him pay. But, God, I would hate to be the Bulldogs players that were defending along their right edge yep. this week. Yeah. Um, Copton. Well, we, we talk day. about it all the time, how dangerous our left side is with, with Best and Mazu. And, obviously, um, the Bulldogs didn't see that coming. No, certainly didn't. didn't. for it at all. Certainly didn't. Um, yeah, a lot of the time, I think they were just so uncertain. They were sort of more or less looking a lot of the time, especially while Fitzy was killing it. They were sort of more or yeah, less looking towards the outside. fantastic lines today, wasn't he? Back, oh, back. since I'd, truly, I'd, mate. I'd say back to his best, but I think that was his best. I think this was his best performance. Fitzy. Yeah, I don't think, and you got to, I know it sounds incredibly biased, but you got to take your, your your red and blue glasses off. And yep. truly, though, I think on his day, he's one of the best line-running back rowers in the game. Puts mm. himself in great positions. Completely outshone Tyson, who's usually, our, you know, week in, week out, yeah, probably our best. Consistent. Didn't even really hear. You know, he didn't do anything no. wrong for his, but it just... Mate, those boys could have packed deck chairs um, on that side of the field this week. Truly, it was just uh, the left, left edge show this week. Yeah. But, um, so the other week when I predicted left edge annihilation, it should have been this week. Yeah, mate, you're a week too early. Yeah, um, but I've heard that before. What, <laughs> <laughs> what it does though for our for and against coming into the game, I think we're minus forty odd, forty one, um, and then what now? Uh, we're in the positives again, twenty six. So mm, that's sensational for our for and against. Like looking at the teams above us. Um, on more competition points, the Roosters minus 92, Dolphins minus 83, Seagulls mm. minus 24, Titans minus 31. Yeah. So it plays a huge, huge part. You know, we start stringing a couple of wins, we jump up really quickly. Um, so it go, it, it, you know, when you do lose games, you know, that no two losses are the same. So you, you know, clearly you don't want to be losing by too much. So we do have that in our bag. It's something we did talk about prior to. It's, you know, when we are getting beat, Generally, it's 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 a score or two. It's nothing sort yeah. of too out of control. But yep. experience definitely showed. Um, it's something we touched on the Tuesday show. I think the Bulldogs collectively had something. I think it was around five to 600 NRL games experience, maybe a little bit more, uh, with the Knights over 1,500 games experience. Um, yeah. And yeah. that shows when you've got a team, you know, when they win, they win. But when they lose, they just completely capitulate shows yeah. when you're going up against a young team like the Bulldogs. So... Um, yeah, sensational, absolutely sensational, mate. Um, but yeah, those boys mentioned it. Um, just to see, um, just to see, yeah, that many points scored when, when you really take out that first 10, 15 minutes, it was a little clunky. Mm. So really you're putting on 66 points. In, in oh, a and it should, minutes. should have been more, should have been more. Leo was robbed. Oh, Our boy, mate. Was- Absolutely, Rob. I've seen a couple of comments in the thread. Yeah, mate, that beautiful no look pass. How? Who threw the absolute howl? There was a howl around a dummy half. It was either Kurtman or Phoenix Crossland. I think to Adam Elliott. It was forward uh, all day. He didn't yeah. even call it. Yeah, I think um, it might have been Phoenix. A couple last week. Don't get me started on the ones in State of Origin. But yeah, they're going to call that one. That was a beautiful ball. Didn't even never never was forward. So, um, 
Yeah, uh, poor poor Leo, mate, getting absolutely robbed. Mm, However, so, so was um, so was uh, Bradman. Bradman was robbed in getting his his hat trick mm. earlier on. What do you think? What do you think about that one? What do you think about the old ball off the shoulder? Oh yeah. Oh. If it was if if we lost the game because of it, I'd be probably far dirtier. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Where do you sit on it, mate? My my opinion on it is if you're just going for the ball and you're doing this kind of going to wrap up a player, then and it hits your your shoulder. Fair game. Like you haven't done that on purpose. You know what I mean? Whereas if the ball's floating in the air and you're like, oh, I just got to try and get anywhere on my body onto this, I've ahead it like a, you know, I'm playing soccer or try and get my elbow, my shoulder to it to try and mm. help forward a little bit for my advantage, then, then sure. But if you're not playing at the ball, it's completely incidental. It's completely. Yeah, exactly. And just it's like someone kicking it into your shoulder with you yeah. not really doing yeah. Yeah. There's nothing yeah, you could have done to have mm. avoided that, you know what I mean? Mm. So you yeah. can't you can't penalize him for that. Mm. So to me that's a try. But I am sitting here, like you said before, red and blue glasses on, so Well I think mate, that is an absolutely beautiful segue into our Foghorn Brewery key moment. And look at him go. The Bali Gazelle himself. What a machine. Oh. Mate, it is no coincidence. You know, this is 18 straight games. The only Knights player thus far to play every single minute of every game. Yeah. If someone would have told you after 18 rounds, there'd be one player. I reckon the last player people would have picked would have been Brabham Best. Yeah. Um, I think the bloke played... 15 games the season before, 16 before that, but um, getting better and better, mate. Yeah, mate. The what they don't tell you is is how difficult that is to actually pick that ball up at speed. And I know mm. it doesn't look like fast at the moment because we've slowed it down to about 40. percent um, But yeah, picking picking that ball up at speed in traffic, copping a oh, bit yeah. of a trip while you're doing it, mate. That's 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 bloody tough. He just made yeah. it look so easy. And away he goes. He had Phoenix there, but after missing out on his hat trick earlier, he was sitting there thinking, I'm not missing out on this one. This is mine, and I'm going to boot it 13 rows back. Mm. And mate, it was, I, I thought it was sensational. And a beautiful moment. Well, it wasn't key moment in this game, but to get your first hat trick, that's that's oh. key. That's key in anyone's career. Yeah, mate. Brady will be uh he'll be parting hard tonight, the big fella. <laughs> he will. How good. He'll be How on good. the foghorns all night. Oh yeah. Nah, sensational. Always good to see um, one of the boys get the uh, the hat trick, hat trick ticked off the bucket list. So um, yeah, sensational. Yeah. That that left edge, mate. My lordy. Um, even um, Greggy Marzu, another sensational game, mate. Um, what do we got here for um, Greg Marzu? Twenty runs for two hundred and fourteen run meters, seventy eight post contact, fifteen tackle breaks, and a line break. Um, what a trade, mate. Oh, the Titans must be ruining that. I'm sorry. Like, mm. he is fast becoming one of the most impactful wingers. He'd have to be the tippity top of the worst people to try and tackle in rugby league. Have to be. Yeah. So close to the line, seeing Jacob Kraz just trying to somehow bear hug him up top. It was never going to happen. Just bumps him off. Blake crashes over with about three bulldogs all around him. Um, mate, sensational. Cracking that. 
200 run meters again. Um, mm. It's just an absolute beast. Absolute he is weapon. Absolute weapon. Um, now, look, the only change that was made, a late change, not a big one, uh, Daniel Saifi relegated to the bench with Jacob elevated. Um, yeah. Do you see much in that? Do you read much into it? not to because i didn't i didn't really know what the reason was and i wasn't sure if that was purely you know a a form thing or what it was so i don't know unless it's just something that he's that aob's seen at training that he's seen jacob put in better mm. effort at training or i i really don't know if it's an effort thing or I suppose I if there's know. one week you wanted to test it this would probably be the one to do it yeah that's true and yeah having a bit of a sternum complaint maybe he's looking at it as well yeah, that's true. Yep. Give him a little bit more of a, a breather there. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring him on when they're a little bit more tired. But it wouldn't be a knighted show, mate, if we didn't touch on our boy Jack Hetherington. <laughs> finally. <laughs> I knew we'd go Finally, there. after 18 weeks, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting some impact. Mm. We're finally getting what we wanted. Uh, Jack yep. Hetherington, 34 Finally made a line break. 10 hit-ups, 14 runs for 113 metres, 37 post-contact, one line break, three offloads, 12 tackles, zero missed. Mate, he was in a hand in a couple of um, – a beautiful offload there and a quick play of the ball led to, to a couple of tries for us. So that's what we want to see. That's the Jack Hetherington we yes. want. So let's yep. hope it's to the point now where he's getting healthy or – I don't know what it is. It was a fucking uh, – a big wake-up call. Don't know what it was, but – um, that's what we want. That's what we want to see. So impact. He was actually involved. He, he, he was, um, he was good. He was really good for us. So, um, mm, credit where credit's starting due. to maybe feel the pressure of blokes behind him. Like Lucas is starting to get, you know, more, more game time. And there's Jack Johns there. Like, do you think he's starting to feel? I'd hope so. I'd hope that's always now. the case. Yeah. Yeah. No one should ever truly feel safe in your Jersey. Really? No. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're earned, not just given. Um, so, but yeah, kudos to him um, for, for coming out and putting on a performance like that. Much, much needed. Um, another one, Adam Elliott. I thought Adam Elliott was quite good at start of the game. Yep. I thought he was really, really involved. Uh, only yep. 31 minutes, uh, nine hit-ups, 10 runs for 83 metres with 33 post-contact, six tackle breaks, uh, which is pretty impressive. Um, here's the big one, 16 tackles, zero misses. Zero yes. misses, which is sensational. So clearly, um, a bit of a bit of a, a wake up call from you know his worst performance in his short time with the Knights. But yeah, it was good. Um, the only early thing on I'd like to good. see him try and get out of his game is those not necessarily looking for offloads. It's always good to be looking for offloads. Second phase play is beautiful, something that we need more of. But I don't know. He just he seems to look for offloads in the worst time possible yeah a little bit like pangai hey off. you're just pushing a pass when it you got hands all over you you're back into yep. the defense it's it's a one percent chance that's gonna happen it's gonna be messy yeah i, I agree um but just guys show what a competitor is you know it doesn't matter yep. what it is he's, he's yep. getting involved always looking to move the fall all forward yep and then you were saying about crossland i really do hope this puts a lot of um hate the term haters sounds a little lame but finish crossland haters um Shuts him up a little bit. I thought he was absolutely fucking sensational. Not only people sleep on how fucking great it was. If you watch where he had to run from in the last play, basically yep. where the Bulldogs looked at scoring, 
to where he got to to stop a try. Stop that Mate, try. Yeah. We're up 66 points with seconds left in the game, and he still backs up and does that. It's that effort. That effort counts. All Absolutely, the time. it counts. Um, yeah. So great to see him rewarded with a couple of tries. Um, interestingly enough, um, I didn't realize he actually, um, when he came on, that was because Hastings came off the field. So I don't know if there's going to be a little bit of a, right. maybe I suppose when you're that far up, you're going yeah. into the bye. If there's a little niggle, just get him off. You're not going to lose the game without Hastings there. So yeah, probably not. don't read into that too much. Um, yeah. I think it was after the try was scored, he ran over to the Blake Green and was sort of clutching it a little bit. So hopefully um, hopefully it's nothing too hopefully much. Hopefully it's really. just a – that was his um, thigh, wasn't it? You, yeah, or quad something. or something. So yeah, like, some, something around there. Something yep. on your leg. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, but, um, so um, – yeah, after you know, sixty-six nil performance, I look at that scoreboard, and sometimes I look at the nil more mm. and go, "I like that more." As much as Absolutely. yes, I like, I like the sixty-six. That's fantastic, club record breaking. Um, what was it? The last time we broke sixty was two thousand and six, something like that, I, I believe. So, but mate, seeing that zero on the scoreboard, it's just, it's just, yeah, it, it made made my weekend. Lincoln? Well, we are coming into this after twelve rounds of football. The Knights were ranked dead last at points scored. I think we were uh, what sixteen point four points on average scored since round twelve. Dead yeah. last in the league. That wasn't fantastic. No, so that's going to certainly uh, trend the um, that that average certainly going to be bumped up. Um, but yeah, um, sensational. It's finally you know Bulldogs certainly aren't the best op- opposition. But, yeah, the nil really matters. And going into halftime, Kalen Ponga spoke on it. Going into the sheds, you can see a lot of teams, you're up by 40 after halftime, and you can sort of take the foot off the throat a bit. But mm. credit to them, mate. There was blood in the water, and they drank every last drop of it. Yeah. Link, so, I've got, got a question for you and, and all the all the listeners and viewers at the moment. Uh, Phoenix has come out and actually said that nine's now his preferred position and something that he's training to to perfect that position down. Mate, if he continues having these type of performances, where do you see him at the Knights long-term? Do you see him as as a long-term option? Do you, Or do you kind of still see Braley as that better hooker and you kind of just want to see where he goes injury-wise? Or do you start shifting and go, let's, let's get Phoenix up there. Let's, let's propel his game. What are you maybe, doing with the nines? Maybe for me, um, depends how Braley comes back. Like when he, he, he did look, I think we noted before, he seemed to list, lost a little bit of speed. Lateral movement wasn't as good as it once was. I think defensively, a couple of teams fanned him out on that. So whether he can come back and Braley's more the guy, you're going to start your first 20 minutes off, get through the dirty, yucky shit. And then maybe, you know, being, being a half, he's probably... Silky hands better kicking game than Braley probably yeah. has, and then playing from there on. Similar to say, look, if you see like the Parramatta Eels do with um, um, his first name escapes me, hands and um, Josh Hodson from the Raiders. Yep. So maybe that may work if 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 Braley hasn't, uh, sorry, if if Crossland quite hasn't got the tank in him yet. I don't expect him to play eighty in and out at the moment. Um, mm. But well, that's what that's what the Sharks seem to do. Because the Sharks there for a long time were having Braley, say, start the first 20, and then they were finishing the game with Blake. Mm. And then we'd be like, okay, well, we'll 
we'll take Jaden. Obviously, you don't yeah. you don't see him long term. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah there's possible. no arguing. Like Jaden Braley is a great defensive hooker. Like oh, he is. Yeah, and generally, he's, he's 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 pretty um he's pretty good in the middle. Um, so that could work. I, I just think um. I just I love Crossland's kicking game. I just still think yeah. it's something we need to utilize yeah, more. Dummy half is, is oh sensational. I think he, you know you did it. Yep. Yep. And now I would have loved to have seen that um, grubby kick that he kicked through for himself. Make it through. Um, good eyes up footy. Just a shame someone got their boot onto it. But yeah, um, apparently it wasn't played like that. But hundred percent was played that. Oh, of course it was. Just see how far it fucking went. Yeah. That's not just reflected off. Of, yeah, someone's fucking. That was, that, that, was, that, was the, that was the that was the Bulldogs' best kick all night, and it apparently was. It wasn't played that. Yeah, true. Um, mm. Yeah, maybe maybe moving forward, um, you know, um, Kurt Mann, great game, bag to try. Uh, nothing against Kurt Mann, but probably he might relinquish that spot to say, um, to say um, Crossland maybe gets that 14 and then covers multiple positions in the halves too. So yeah. probably maybe long-term, I just don't know, with the rehab when you've done that much. Yeah, see how, we, see how he goes in Philly. I, I've made it, you know, publicly known for a while now that I would just move him on due to the amount of injuries we got, and I'm I've been a fan of Phoenix for a while, so it's something that I'd like to see just Phoenix slot in He's, there. At nine Crossland, and, put it this way: Crossland's impressed me far more as a makeshift hooker than Chris Randall ever did. Yes, as an out and out hooker. Yeah, and that's no, that's I'm not having a crack at Chris Randall. Yeah, uh, what he, he came in on his, on his debut equal the most amount of tackles in a game or something. Um, but as far as what X factor and what he can add to a game, as far as points as, as, as an attacking threat, I think Crossland's mate to, to not even have a preseason as a hooker come in yeah. and fill in a job. I think he's fucking truly, he's done That's very, right. very well. Yep, yeah. Absolutely. More than So, yeah. Um, well, I think we should uh, move along to our lock it in segment. Sean, what do you reckon, bud? Yep. Let's do it. All right, guys. Here we go. Our lock it ends. Let's. Um, what do you got for us, mate? Where we make ourselves accountable for all the crap that we say, um, mate. Mine. I'll. 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 I'll do mine first. I had a trifecta going. Bit of a trifecta. Calum Who would have Marzu and Dom Young. You'd get sixty-six points and this eleven tries. <laughs> eleven tries, and not one of them from Ponga or or Young. Um, Unbelievable. Anyway, so I, I didn't didn't get that. Uh, and Knights one to twelve. I thought it was going to be a, a close no. game, and yep, happily wrong. proved us wrong. But yeah, yeah, the leading try, well, equal leading try scorer in the NRL that's playing on a team that scores eleven tries doesn't even look like getting one really. No. Um, yeah, I thought I would have went pretty close with that. I would, yeah, I was, I I was pretty confident that. coming into this game that I was I was going to get both of these right, but. Mm. Mate, wasn't to be. Wasn't to be. Nah, well, um, I somewhat struck out. Um, I had the Kalen Ponga two tries. Oh, you forgot, mate. I had um, Adam Elliott as any time try scorer. Oh, right. You did too. Yep. I just didn't want to make you look worse. So, <laughs> I didn't geez, want to make, make you look like me. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, as good as you did play, I was, I was sort of looking at it early on, going, oh, you know, they're getting. Elliot, the ball in good positions here within the red zone, but wasn't a B. But um, yeah, Kalen looking, looking slick. And how good was it? He's come out. He's not going to be playing game three. So yeah. great news for us, New South Welshmen. And uh, 
um, night supporters alike. You know, it's good to see him actually put his head down and, and focus on his footies with the Knights, and it's clearly showing. So, brother, it's not getting much better. Jesus, I, I, we haven't had one since uh, the Broncos game. Have we? Storky, Storky's the last one who actually got one. I think so. Yep. Um, know, it hasn't been looking good. There's a Justin. What a Justin. I won my locket in. I didn't see the 66 saw line coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Carl, we all had him 1 to 12. I know. Shame on us, right? I know. Yep. Jesus. Uh, I just thought after the 65 you know, plus, mate. Hey? I just thought Bulldogs after the buy, you can't count out a team after the buy. They come back a bit refreshed and a bit different to how they went in. And obviously, we haven't been playing fantastically. So I thought. Well, we've been playing like shit. Let's be honest. Um, mm. I thought maybe, look, if we're going to get a win, it's going to be, it's going to be a small win. But come on, sixty-six. Mm. Yeah, I didn't um, see that coming. No, not at all. Not at all. And now I want to. I forgot to touch on this a little bit earlier. Can we please stop taking these fucking games to big stadiums? Yes, mate. That would have felt like a goddamn ghost town. God knows, ever said how many would have left at half time. 11,000 people at a core, mate, take them to Belmore or something. Like, I, know, I know there's a few of our um, regular listeners and, and viewers that went today, and um, a lot of them were basically saying the same thing. Oh, it just, it's just, it looks terrible. It does, yeah. The, the game day experience would be crap in itself. It is. But the camera yeah. pans out, it looks shit. I just don't get it. I don't get, just save them for it's the those, big events. If those clubs have a suburban ground, just take it there. So the Bulldogs have got Belmore. Just have all their games out of Belmore. Unless it's like a double header or something, I completely understand. Which the, there should be more of those, but yeah, it it's shit. Oh, eleven thousand. As you said, after half time, god damn, it would have been a abysmal, mm. absolutely abysmal. So um, yep. Luckily, yeah. we had um, the Knights fans that were there were bloody loud. Could hear you come through the TV. Yeah. At least there's some sort of atmosphere there for you, because I've been to I've been to a core or Stadium Australia, NZ, whatever it's been called at the time. Um, you know, Bunnies games, Bulldogs games, and obviously nights. Um, but yeah, when when the atmosphere is shit, it just feels like the game shit. Even if you're winning, like somehow it just it just drains all the mm. drains all so the, the, out the of Bulldogs you. win percentage isn't great there. Yeah, right. I'm sure they would much prefer to play at a Belmore. Yeah, like it wouldn't have helped them at all today, but I'm sure there must be games where that little bit playing in front of that better atmosphere probably gets you over the line. But playing there, my lordy, um, mm. weird, very weird. It was very weird seeing the Broncos playing out of the Gabba too. That would have been, yeah, that would have been weird for for Broncos supporters. Mm. I imagine, yeah, sell out, but strange, very strange, very very strange. Yeah. But mate, I think, um, do you think it's time that we? We do the big announcement. Yeah, I should. Um, I should probably um, load that video up for people to see. Hey, well, guys, have we got a special announcement for you? We thought on a historic day, let's make it even <laughs> more historic. So, listen away to our very, very big announcement. You saw it here first, Newcastle. This city has had its fair share of battles. A city forged in steel. We've seen riots, had our foundations crumbled to the ground. 
our jobs and livelihoods demolished. Natural beauty ravished by fury. On the field, we've also had our fair share of battles. We've won some, we've lost some. Through the good times, and through the bad, and through it all. We are united. Join the battle today. Join the knighted. Pre-order your knighted t-shirt today. Theknighted.com.au It's finally come, ladies and gentlemen, merch. Get your hands on the very, very first knighted merch drop ever. Taken off the historic 1997, 1997 grand final t-shirt. All right. Head across. We've got a brand new website. You won't need a pen and paper. It's very easy to remember. <laughs> Thenighted.com.au. Go along to there. You can pre-order this sexy piece of kit. All right. Um, get along. Snap them up. Website um, is live at the moment. Website so. is live, so yep. You we'll can... be putting up links after the show everywhere. Yep. Yep. Uh, mate, it looks so fucking sexy. I actually yep, got that print. It. I actually turned it into a poster. I've got it um framed up in the um in the bar. But yeah, get your hands on. They look so fucking good. Mine's coming. Um, uh, I should have mine probably tomorrow. I think. Yeah. Can't wait to get it. Um. So yeah, if you want to support the platform, guys, we're going to do a more and more nights, obviously inspired merchandise. Uh, there's going to be more coming. So join the battle, guys. Join the knighted. It's a big, massive community we're building. This is just the very beginning. So get your hands on some some knighted merch. The very first, as I said, historic day all around. Records broken. Fucking t-shirt merch releases. How fucking good. So. Um, all right, Sean, it's the uh fun part of the show, mate, where we're gonna people are gonna think we're experts in some way or another and give us uh some questions. So let's move along, shall we, to our QA. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know the deal. Fire away all your questions, everything you got. Um, all right, what do we got? I like I like this one here, Jordan. Thanks for tuning in again, Jordan. Very winnable six-point turnaround here to today. Bye next week. And then the Tigers off the bye. Very good few weeks here for the team to push for finals and get some confidence behind our plays, players. Um, couldn't agree more. Let's hope this absolutely springboards this is the turning point we can look back at this and go you remember when we absolutely murdered the bulldogs turned our season around we're all in the headlines adam o'brien's in the headlines all the bullshit um get some real confidence out of this um and yeah do it more we gotta start the next one on the the next one on the list sean has to be back-to-back wins has yes. to be back-to-back wins yeah um i'm against the tigers so at home. win loss win loss cool. yeah yeah absolutely we um we have only won two two away games this year, and the only one was against the Tigers. So absolutely a, a must win against them um at home. 
certainly. Um, who we got here? Matt Lewis. Oh, Jesus, mate. Um, who beat me to buying the shirt? I was order 10,002. Holy shit. We sold that many, Sean. Number. I'm guessing it probably started some inside. weird weird number. Yeah, I I, I doubt we've sold 10,000. Um, mm. Mate, that, that's crazy. Thank you guys so much. Get around. It's a great-looking piece of kit. I know these 97, yeah. jerseys, these 97 grand final shirts are so fucking hard to get hold of, um, but to rock one of these, um, yeah, you'll get yep. some looks. Trust me, you will get some looks. Um, all right, what do we got here? Daniel Connor, thanks for the question, mate. What does our team look like next year with who we have now and who we have signed for next year? Great question. Great question. Um, well, Obviously, look, we, gonna... we still have a few um, to lock up next year or to let go. There's quite a, quite a well, list. Tyson Brazil being probably the top of that list. Yeah, Tyson has to be re-signed for sure. Well, with that said, we did speak about this last week. After a performance like that, Fitzgibbon. I I've been saying since the start that we need to keep Fitzy. Um he's just you look at the difference between the night side when he's out of it compared to when he's in the night side, and there is a big difference. As much as everyone not not everyone, I know there's a lot of people there that like him. Um, but I know there's a lot of people that don't like Fitzy and like to rip on him and whatever. But mate, I think our side is better with Fitzgibbon in the side. Mm. Whether that's on the bench, starting, I believe he needs to be in our, our 17 for next yeah, year. Yeah, when he's on. And he's not going to break the bank. I can't see. Surely he wouldn't go move elsewhere. Like if, I think if you gave him a reasonable offer, he's going to stick around. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess, I don't know. It depends how, how big a carrot they're dangling in front of him at the Super League or mm. back rowers is something. We sort of do. We are plentiful in it. You know, then what do you, you know, your Matt, Matt Crockers and that, what, what do you do with them? Do they sort of bide their time again for another season or two or? Yeah. Um, the other obvious one for me, and again, it's no, I'm not saying he's a bad player or, or whatever. Uh, Kurt Mann, I can't see moving forward on this season. I, I just personally can't see a spot. Like yeah. you say, J- Jane Braley's going to be there. Barring another catastrophic injury, the Knights aren't going to be, you know, what do we sign him till 2025? So I'm pretty sure it's till 2025. Mm. Still got another two full seasons to run on his contract. They're going to be yep. moving heaven and earth to try and make him work at hooker. Um, I I just think the way Crossland's playing, it, at the very least, he's a great utility player. At the very, very least, a good utility player. Um, the obvious yeah. one's Dom Young. That's the big question mark is that winger spot, I guess. Um who, who steps up and takes that, whether or not that play has even come to the Knights yet. You know, we might mm. might still sign. Yeah, it might happen all. between now and then, can't it? Um, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, this this one from Justin. While, while we're on the while we're on that, um, are we hopeful that we keep Tyson? I'm, I'm assuming Tyson Brazil, not Gamble. Yeah. Um, um, surely, right? Surely, I was. I never feel confident after. You lose games, but when you see that, you think, oh, surely that's got to make the place feel good, the playing group feel good, yeah. the locker room feel a little bit better. Um, I, I do believe he needs to take a pay cut. I remember uh, I was watching, uh, it may have been 
uh, I was one of one of the one of the games this week, and they were you know they put up a graphic of the most paid, or maybe it would have been three sixty or something. I don't know. I was in hospital. Can't remember. It was it was while I was in hospital. I'll tell you that much. Um, but they put up a graphic for the most paid second rowers, and Tyson Frizzell is up there. Like he's up there, up there, like top three. I believe he probably needs to take a bit of a pay cut to help out the team. If the team were to become better, we need to be able to spend that money elsewhere. And maybe he's not he's not worth what he was when he signed that that deal originally. Um, I'd I'd like to see him take a cut. Whether or not he will take a cut, I don't know. But surely, surely, I suppose it. What how long would we say Tyson was? Someone will know. We should know this. Thirty-two, thirty-two, thirty-three, somewhere. Yeah, thirty-one. Yeah. How many years? How many years would you like to offer him? Two, two. Because otherwise, we'll have a Mitchell Pierce situation where you're offering maybe two, one maybe two, and, and then maybe a, an option for the club for the third or something like. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Two, two yeah. year, two year, maybe an option with a third, but I wouldn't be offering him one if the clubs. No, no, there'll be someone out there who's going to offer him a lot more than one year for sure. Yeah. You'd, you'd be dumb. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Daniel Connors is a great question. Is the Miller signing going to prove to be a massive waste? So. I, I think you can unanimously d- say that the one thing that's absolutely plagued the Knights as as an organization, a club, mm. is these like these these kind of deals where you're trading away players in order to get talent. Um, and yeah, it's certainly looking like like KP is just yeah, he's fucking killing it. He's doing what KP um, does at one. Yeah, yeah. So. I love Miller. Don't get me wrong. Like I thought he, when he was on, he was great. He's no, he's no Kalen Ponga. Yeah. Um, but in hindsight, to trade away a, you know, nothing cunning, very, very promising front roller. Yeah. For a guy that's, let's face it, unless he comes out and play, maybe he fills that wing spot. I, I doubt that. I just, mm. I like to have at least one tall winger in the team. I, I can't see he's rocking Mazu and Miller. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like a good signing. That I think trade away a, 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 a prodigy prop. He's unproven. That's not to say he's going to this Max Bradbury is going to come out and, and play thirty Origins and represent Australia. We're not saying that, but yeah, in yeah. hindsight, it it, it 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 looked rushed, didn't it? And it yeah, we probably we lost. I think we lost that trade. It doesn't look so bad if you move on Bailey Hodgson. If you move on Bailey Hodgson and Miller is your backup fullback, just playing New South Wales Cup week in, week out, and you know just inside your top thirty. Then, then it's not horrible. I mean, he's he's a great he's a great backup, but um, yeah, just I hope we didn't break the bank in getting him here, but I, I don't think we would have. Nah, no, I don't think, think we would so. have. Poor Bass had the worst run of fucking injuries. It's bloody curse that poor bloke. Hodgson. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, and he hasn't even made it the first grade yet. Hmm. Jamie Sheen, and thanks for this one, mate. If we win five from eight games left, lose to Storms, Sharks, and Rabbits, but just miss out, miss out on finals, is this season a failure? I think so, just because how fucking close we came to winning so many games. We had so mm. many slip. You know, it's always, it's always um, a pain in the ass, and it sucks when you lose by close margins, but... Um, I'd love to know how many games we've lost by 
either just not equaling the team's conversions. I know you shouldn't always go back to back to that, but um, even kicking at eighty percent or high seventy percent, what what our what our how different our fortunes would have been. Um, but on the flip side of that, you got to remember this is a pretty new spine. We lost Braley. The Ponger experiment didn't work. Hastings clearly isn't one hundred percent healthy. Um, that may be getting better and better. Hopefully, uh, who knows? The guy he might need more surgery in the off season or whatever. Gamble's new to the club, so maybe when you put it in that perspective, you go, okay, look, we pretty much took the knife to the old spine. You know, look at Clifford and Clune and that. When you compare it to last season, it's probably mm-hmm. a step in the right direction. I guess it's just because it's the saddening is we lost so many close games. We were in so many of them. But there are some silver linings. You're not, unlike like the Bulldogs, we're on similar kind of competition points, but we're not getting absolutely flogged. And the company we're keeping, as I mentioned before, we're actually in the positives um, for where we are on the ladder. But what yeah. do you make of it? If, that, if this happens, mate, if what Jamie says, we win five of our last eight games and somehow <laughs> um, miss out on finals, do you, do you put it down, mate, as a pass or a fail? Is it as easy as that? Can you go pass or fail or is it more of a... I, I think you were, you were pretty much nailing that on the head with what you're saying with you know the the kp experiment and everything that's happened throughout the year um i don't like using injuries as excuses and and stuff like that but i will use the ponger experiment we tried that in 2019 wasn't it 2019 Mm, which we finished 11th um so i kind of almost see it as a you know the exact same season as 2000 uh, sorry 2000 and um yeah 19 basically see it as a copy and paste season of 2019, which wasn't fantastic. So, yeah, I, I, I see it as a failure, but also, you know, if, if, you've, if you've tried that experiment, didn't work, you went, okay, we've got to try something else, plan B, and plan B, you kind of, you know, you're on this sort of trajectory. I, I think that's makes the, the pill a bit easier to swallow. If you – all right, put it this way, how – how many more games do you give the Knights early in the season if you don't have the Cape experience and these HIAs? Because how many weeks was he out again? Was it? Oh, he was out for, I want to say, six, six to eight. I had six in my head. Yeah. That's a fair yeah. chunk. That's a, third of, that's, that's a third of what we've really played. So um, I think KP's probably missed at least one third of the games for us, maybe yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Um, if you, that's a huge... He's, yeah, if you don't if you don't do this experiment, if you start the season with KP at one and Gamble and Hastings in the halves, I think we're better than where we are now. But mm. my, you know, my crystal crystal ball is broken, so I can't really tell you exactly where we would be. But I think we would be in a better situation. Yeah, but you guys comment away if you how you guys feel. I'm sure it's a very very mixed mixed bag. Some people are going to be absolutely filthy that we missed out on finals, but. Yeah, when you when you actually do take a step back, take your emotions out of it. It's the old adage, guys: when emotions are high, intelligence is low. So yeah. you take your emotions out, and you look back and go, "Okay, KP experiment, Miller, Gamble's new, Hastings first year at the club, yeah. Braley. It mightn't be that bad. It might yeah. be you. You do these. You you try these experiments. You win some, you lose some. Unfortunately, we lost again. We tried it. We've already tried it, and we failed, and we tried again and failed. So let's just hope." We've learned from those experiences and we don't see it again. Yeah. 
Um, and there's and a lot of teams. If you want to make yourself feel better, you've only got to look at around some of the teams below us and go, yeah, okay. We, we've we had some disappointing performances, but when you look at around at some of the other teams in the competition, life ain't that bad. So Yeah, could be a Dragons um, fan or a Bulldogs oh, fan. Or a Tigers fan. Jesus. 74-0. Couldn't <laughs> believe that. I just feel at the moment we're kind of lucky oh. these teams are existing in the comp. Oh, absolutely. They're helping us. Truly. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Um, Todd, thanks for joining us again, Toddy. Did JSF have a better performance than normal starting? Now, um, what do we have here for JSF's numbers? If I can find them. Jacob Saifidi. So, um, 11 hit up, 16 runs, 144 run meters, 55 post contact, one tackle break. Uh, what was that? Playing 46 minutes. And what's his brother? Brother played 30 minutes, 12 runs, 116 meters, 48. Oh. I don't know, more or less the same, really. Um, yeah, it's not. I'd like to see it tested probably against the – you can only play the opposition that's in front of you, but I don't know. If I see those numbers posted against a Panthers or a Rabbitohs or someone like that, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. So maybe those – clearly those numbers are a little bit inflated given how poor mm. defensively we just was. were fucking yeah. running all over them all night. So um, – yeah. Not okay. great. Not I don't know. I, I thought it was solid. I, you know, I don't think it's I, one. I don't. I don't think it was. I don't think he had a better or worse performance nah. because he started the game. Um, nah. I, I, I don't really think we've seen much improvement from from either of the Safs too they much. They haven't started together for a while, right? Like Leo's held that starting, starting spot for a while, eh? Yeah, he has. Have they started it all together? It must maybe at the start of the year. This season, yeah. Um, this season, Leo, no, did Leo start in lock because old mate Elliot was out or was man in lock? Uh, Elliot, yeah, Elliot played the first game against the Warriors and then ruled himself out for a while. Shit, I can't remember. I can't remember. God damn. A lot's happened since then. I had to go through one of my many notebooks. I would have (laughs) scribbled it down somewhere. Um, See what you did to him, Todd? Jesus. Scramble my brain, mate. Um, here's a good one. Mac K, thanks for this one, pal. Thoughts on Anari Tuala's performance as of late? So, as we know, he's only managed to play to three games this season, um, starting around one when our boy Greg Marzu presu- presumed a missing fucking person. No one knew where the guy was. Um, Marzu's missed the bus. He's got his chance on the wing. Comes in today for an injured day gag guy who is expected to return in round 20. Um, mm. I think he's been solid. Bagged another try. Obviously, yeah. anyone on that right edge, you can't really critique too much this week because the ball just really didn't go there. There was just blood in the water on our left edge um, and we just exploited the shit out of it. But yeah, um, I know the club is very much keen to keep Anari. I think people are going to remember that, you know, just because you sign a play doesn't mean they're a first grader week in, week out. He's, yeah. he's, he's proven it. The three games he has played, he's been good. Um, I use Heimel Hunt as an example. Heimel Hunt, when he did come in and fill in, had fucking shockers. Yeah. Errors coming out of our own end, put us under pressure continually. Anari doesn't seem to be doing that. I'm more yep. than happy for Anari to come in, do a job. Um, whether he's a week in, week out first grader, he's not, he ain't the best winger. He certainly isn't the worst. Somewhere in between, he's not a game breaker. He's certainly not a Dom Young. Um, yeah. There's only a couple of guys in the league that can do what Dom Young does. Yeah. But I'm more than, I think he's a good, he's a good fringy. I think he's a good guy that you can promote up. Apparently, he's got a really great attitude in cup as he does in first grade, which is encouraging. So, um, yeah, 
yeah, know you're, you're you're very big on the Tawala Express. Oh, mate, when when you say that, I mean like um, as a finisher in in that year where he was our leading try scorer, um, he just knew how to finish everyone else's hard work. Essentially, I I I didn't I didn't see what everyone else saw in him, as in like the hate hatred. Um, but yeah, he he bagged himself a try today. I think he made one error and may have had a missed tackle or something, but. Like you said, in attack, that edge was doing nothing compared to the the left edge. Um, mm. But mate, he's he's solid. He's not breaking the bank. Everyone has to remember he's not breaking the bank. He's here essentially as depth, and you have to sign thirty players. So exactly right. Yeah, you see people that when you sign this, I think people for some reason just assume you're signing them to play in the starting seventeen, and that's exactly. not the case. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if if they come here tomorrow, like. I would. I'd be very much happy to re-sign. I know Adam Clune's off contract. I think Adam Clune is a great person to plug in for a week or two. Yeah, he's playing I mean, good I'm, footy in New South Wales Cup too at the moment. He's yeah, really but then form. when this news comes out, people are like, "Why did we sign him? He sucks." He's like, "He doesn't suck." Clearly, he's not a week in, week out first grade player. That it, clearly last season showed that wasn't the case. But you know, you you miss Hastings for a week or a month or whatever. He's mm. more than capable. I think he's a he's a he's you know. Um, more than more than adequate to fill in a do a job in that position. So, yeah, you need those guys. You said it, it, your squad's not made of seventeen players. It's a it's a thirty man squad. So you yeah. need these players to fall back on. Um, you can't you can't just win a premiership with your starting seventeen. You got to have a good top thirty. You're going to yeah. have your injuries. You're going to need people pushing underneath it to elevate your starting seventeen. So you look at two thousand and one. I think they went through thirty four players. Or something they used really? 34 players that year to win that really win that grand final. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Proofs in the pudding. Last time we won it, Billy Beaton, Yeah, he was he was mentioning they they used 34 players that season. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. Far out. Well, there you go. Um all right, here it is. Let's get into it. It's nearly taken us an coming. hour, Sean. It's taken us an hour. <laughs> is Adam O'Brien safe? Now, given that we saw Holbrook get sacked after a win. Mate, I don't think this, that how, could you imagine? Safe. <laughs> I don't know if it makes safe, but I can't see. It I would, don't think. Imagine the headlines if you sacked him after you got the biggest win in your club's history in the next minute. You're on Super, your ass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't say he's safe. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh yeah, I'll be safe after after that. Any one. any coach that's in the bottom eight ain't safe. Yeah, um, I think it maybe prolongs the inevitable. I. I yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he's safe. No. Mm. He's just just giving him another another week. Yeah. If we can, um, this next month's obviously very. very of, I don't. Very I don't think important. we're going to see anything before the end of the season anyway. No. That's. I. It's not really. I'm not picking that up from the nights that we're going to see a. I just don't see now. Change. I don't see now. And can't comment away. All right, I know everyone's got their opinions of Adam O'Brien. I certainly have publicly um, had my opinions on Adam O'Brien. But now you got your, your Shane Flanagan's off the market, your Des Hazard, whatever you make of these guys. What's left? What's mm. what's really left? And you yeah. look at it and go, okay. It's the drabs, droops and drabs. Is it, you know, and then and we look back at it historically. You've got to take your emotion out of these Losses sometimes it's very easy. That's why we go back and rewatch games because you can get quite emotional 
about certain things, and then when you actually cool down and go back and rewatch it, yeah, how many times it. has it been that you've rewatched or I've rewatched a game? Mm. Uh, you'll watch the game live, and you're just like, "That's that's fucking shit. I can't do this anymore." And then you're like, "Can't believe I've got to rewatch that." And you rewatch it, and obviously, when you're rewatching it, you're you rewatch it a little bit deeper than you did the first time. There's, you know, it's amazing knowing the outcome. Yeah, sort of changes your perspective of the game. Yes, you're like, okay, yeah. I know what we're in for. How did we get ourselves to this? I guess exactly. That's the question we ask ourselves. Rewatching it is gone. We know this is going to happen. Where you eliminate hope out of the equation. I think it's when yep. you go into games with hope, as every supporter does, you hope you're going to win the game. Yep. It's that emotion that drives you into just maybe, um, I'll, I'll put my hand up, you know, um, spraying a player that I probably shouldn't have because I look back and go, oh, okay, I understand why this, this, and this happened. It wasn't this person's fault. It's more so because of this or it was... a. a you know, at the time, but my big one's interchange. You don't really real. I don't really pay too much attention live of the game how the interchange is being used. It's not until yep. you step back and you go, "Oh, that was a bit questionable." Like, why did we? Why is you why know is that this mean? guy on here? And yeah, yeah, so people might listen to us and go, "You guys are like on fucking crack." You know, talking about it might sound a little bit different, but it is tough. But when you do rewatch a game and get your notepad out and stuff, and you remove emotion from your critique of the game, it does actually does actually change a little bit so it's it's amazing how much it's amazing how much more you see when you remove emotion you remove hope you just got to get hope yeah, yeah. throw that in the bin and just watch the game it it yeah. does it does change your perspective a bit it does um, yeah so well tim tim's going to tack onto this uh will they move aob on after the season if we don't make the 8 oh i don't think so i i don't i don't i don't think they will i think I think it's a different question if if we had Braley playing fit, KP never got moved, you, and you only bring in, say, Gamble and Hastings, and more or less you don't really have too many in, other injury concerns, or we haven't had a great deal taken from us as far as representative football, like Frizzell's been it. Maybe that's a different question because you go, well, mm. last year was uh, last year was just a fucking d- disaster. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like we he peaked, had a big fucking drop, and he's starting to he has had a better season last year. Surely surely everyone can at least concede that. And what did Alex McKinnon come out and say? All the best clubs just stick with it. Just stick with it. Like he's got us to finals before. Um unless we're losing every game by a lot from here to the end of the season. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I see your point. Yep. Yeah, if you're ble- if you, if you if you had a repeat of last year, absolutely. If you're rocking up to every home game and teams are putting 30, 40 points on you, yeah, mm. you're out the fucking door for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Um, East Coast Hunts, how you doing? East Coast Hunts, Kai Pierce, Paul, and oh, you said that. I would have been coast. saying a completely different word there. <laughs> yeah, say that one ten times. Um, <laughs> Kai Pierce, Paul, and other English Super League players are coming. Could any of them play on Dom Young's wing? Um, I'm pretty sure one of the uh, – I think it was Lockie. Lockie Drummond uh, mentioned um, – was it Kai Piss Paul played centre position alongside Dom in the World Cup? Pretty sure. I should know this, but I don't. Um, I'm not sure about wing, but um, if someone knows right. the, uh, the big winger that we bought from the Cowboys, apparently he's doing pretty darn well. Um, so 
maybe he's making a damn good case to come in and play and take and take Dom Young's spot. Who Cowboys knows? bloke we got from the Cowboys. Yeah, oh, his name escapes me. Um, some someone will comment and know. Um, yeah, I can't think of the bloke's name at the moment, but apparently an absolute gun. Um, there you go. Lockie someone in Drummond. Uh, as you put it, sorry, I'm way off. Um, oh Jesus, uh, I'm going to absolutely butcher that name. But yeah, if you look in the comments, that's him. Thousand um, percent deserves it. He's been great. Um, apologies, yeah. Uh, Latia, I'm going to say Latia uh, has been amazing. Thousand percent deserves it. He's been great. So yeah, maybe we got a a good one in the wings. Get a, a full preseason in the system. Um, yep. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Someone here was calling for me to be coach. Mate, I love my hair way too much to be a coach. I think I'd, I would have fucking lost it all by now. You would be looking at a fucking toe ball with eyes if I was a coach. There'd be we've had um, we've had requests now for me and now now you. Maybe we um need to do like a, a Walkers. Team. Oh yeah, like like the uh the Walker Brothers. Yeah, Team Knighted. Imagine that. No, Team Knighted. Hey, <laughs> from social media to podcast and the coaching. Jesus. Shit. We'll just we'll just live stream us in the locker room just spraying blokes and reading our comments. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Your, we'll um do the video session. We'll be innovators, mate. We'll have a big screen up like this and all the players can sit around and just you guys yeah. can just feed them. It'll be the video sessions on a Monday would be the night, like the players watching the game back, and then all of you blokes and girls out there just hitting them with the with comments. Mm. Like, yeah, Lockie Tip is just going off at Jack Johns, not getting yeah. four tries. And... and how did you not get four tries in the extended bench? And mm. that that's how we'd run training, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yep, yeah, I like that. Yep. Oh, here we go, Lockie Drummond. What do you got for us, mate? Uh, our boy, two meters tall, so has that height advantage. He's been he's a great defender and is really good under the high ball. Yeah, I I just feel like that's the kind of mold you got to you need at least one of those type mm. of um. That's that's your wingers. mold. That's yeah, yeah. And they are so, so crucial. I know we've had this debate before, but I genuinely think a dynamic, powerful winger is just as important. I know people 20, 30 years ago would call me a fucking idiot. People still probably call me a fucking sense, but equally as important as a front rower. Mm. Truly, you got to have those like guys that's going to... Well, these days, the way outside backs there are... Bringing the ball out of your own end, absolutely, they're just as important as a front rower. Yeah, if your outside backs aren't getting you those meters out of your own end, yeah, where are our meters coming from? Exactly right. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. So, well, I think we'll uh, end the show on that note, guys. That has been a great episode. What a what a way to end a weekend after breaking records. Hopefully, you picked yourself up a sexy fucking t-shirt i can't wait to see photos with people in their shirts comment away if you're planning on get one um they're gonna look great I'll, we'll post some more more stuff uh tonight on how to get them so um if you've got a mate who's uh who needs some fresh drip a nice a nice new shirt maybe he dresses a bit fucking daggy chuck him <laughs> one of these um get him on it so nice looking bit of kit um and our boy stalky 
hopefully be back with us. Yes, if, uh, I never even mentioned that story. No, I feel bad. I'm sorry, I'm so wrapped up in this historic win. I've just fucking thrown my mate on the It's like Storky's. Yeah, I'm still yeah. here. Uh, yeah, Storky's here. Back. He's on. He's uh, as you can be well aware. Is obviously a lot of people off crook and sick. So yeah, Storky's holding down the household at the moment. So um, yeah, you guys have been bloody playing tag of late, haven't you? We have. Don't worry, mate. I'll, I'll be here on Tuesday. You'll be here on Tuesday. The big yeah. fellas on the men. How are you doing, Sean, anyways? You good? Doing all good there, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm good. I'm good. I've got uh, six new screws across three vertebrae in my spine, a uh, bunch of rods. Mate, I'll, I'll be um, setting off all sorts of metal detectors and shit from now on in, going, Jeez, going through it. airports. But, mate, like I say, I just, I've got more screws than Bunnings now. So, Jeez. But I'm, I'm on the mend. I'm getting there. Free cavity searches for you, eh? Bring it on. <laughs> well, at least you don't have to pay for them. Um, but guys, as always, if you would like to support the platform, apart from buying a sexy, sexy T-shirt, if you do want to support the platform, it'd be greatly appreciated. We're across all social media platforms. Clearly Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you could leave us a five-star review, would be greatly appreciated. It does go a long way. Um, We've seen a couple come through on Facebook. It's greatly appreciated. It's, I think it's just under the logo. You'll see a little link there that says uh, review. Um, if you guys could dump a five-star review, it would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, um, and if, you, um, if you're if you looking for all these type of places, if you go onto our website, uh, thenighted.com.au, you will see all those icons kind of like at the top of your screen. Just click on the icons and it'll take you to whatever one you need to go to. Can't can't make it any no. easier. Um, and we always say we would leave you guys a six-star review. Truly, we really Absolutely. would. Um, but um, huge thank you to our major sponsor for the Sunday night show, LGB Marine, guys. LGBmarine.com.au, the number one marine construction company. Truly. Um, support the guys that support us. Um, to the listeners... I'm glad we could um, go on this historic we, – we could enjoy this historic moment together. Mm. It's one that I'm sure for years to come you'll be telling your children and your great-grandchildren. If you night. cast your, your minds back a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I remember saying, when was the last time we put up a big score? It feels like it's going to be forever since we do it again and blah, 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 blah. Little, I don't know. Here we would be sitting here talking about a sixty-six to nil win, mm. mate. Dreams, dreams really do come true, don't they? How quickly things can change. Huh? Yeah, you've got Turn screws around. and rods in your back. We're posting sixty-six points. We're selling t-shirts. Fuck me, it's all happening. Uh, onwards nah. and upwards, my friend. Onwards and upwards. Not nah, seriously, guys. We're we're building very very nicely, um, and we're great. Glad everyone's along for the ride. So. Truly, thank you for everyone who tuned in tonight to make this an extra special show to mark a historic occasion. Um, Sean, brother. Just want to say uh, thank you to everyone who's sent messages and well wishes and everything while I was in hospital for the week. It meant so much. It was um, getting me through the week. Thank you all. And don't just have a good night. Have a Newcastle night. Brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a sea. We wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue Till the end we will fight Singing long live the Newcastle Knights Long live the Newcastle Knights Long live the Newcastle Knights
awesome nights for the red and the blue Till the end we will fight, singing long live the Newcastle Knights